Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Amrish Spicer, Westpac Market Strategist. In the financial markets, on Friday night we saw US equities rising, the S&P 500 up 0.7% on the day, with no uh, obvious catalyst for the move. That positive sentiment also rubbed off on the Aussie and the Kiwi, which performed well after initially making one-month lows. And in bond markets, uh, short maturity bond yields fell. In the currency markets, the US dollar index closed down 0.1% on the day, with the Aussie dollar the best performer and the Kiwi the second best. The Aussie rose from 72.77, now that was a one-month low, to 73.35, and the Kiwi rose from 69.97, also a one-month low, to 70.45, sorry, 70.48. And the Aussie Kiwi Cross, it rose a tad from 103.70 to 103.91. In the interest rate markets, the US two-year Treasury yield fell from 0.54 to 0.5%, while the 10-year yield ranged sideways between 1.54 and 1.58%. Noteworthy was that break-even inflation, which is traded via the inflation-linked government bonds, it rose from 27 to 2.72%, but via spike to 2.76%. Now, that's noteworthy because that is the highest break-even traded inflation for the 10-year on record. Uh, markets, though, continue to price the first Fed rate hike to be in August 2022. And in Australian interest rate markets on Friday, three-year government bond yields via the futures, they fell from 1.23% to 1.16%, while the 10-year yield also did fall from 1.84% to 1.79%. Markets, though, continue to price the first RBA rate hike to be in July 2022. Uh, commodities were a mixed bag. Brent crude oil down 0.8% to $82. Copper up 1.1%. Gold little change and iron ore down 4.9% to $89. There was a little bit of uh, economic uh, data out on Friday in the US. Uh, not really market moving, but um, adding to the mosaic of information uh, around labour markets and inflation. We had the US JOLT job openings uh, report. Uh, this is for the month of September, and it was a mixed bag, so um, it did remain elevated. Job openings remaining high, although the opening rate did slip back a bit. And the uh, quit rate, which uh, some Fed officials uh, do watch, uh, that did rise to 3%, which is a uh, record high for the quit rate, indicating uh, optimism and uh, confidence in the jobs market. So overall, you have to say a uh, fairly decent reading. And we had the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey, uh, which supplies with a uh, fairly large slump down to a 10-year low in headline confidence. The inflation readings, though, inflation expectations for one year ahead rose further from 48 to 4.9%, and that's the highest reading since 2008. Back in 2008, we had a 5.2% reading. Uh, longer term inflation expectations remain stable, uh, the 5 to 10 year ahead measure at 2.9%. So uh, overall, uh, slipping in confidence, perhaps uh, worried about inflation getting out of control and um, that that might eventually cause a hard response by central banks and eventually recession, that uh, could be the logic. On the day, uh, what's out that could be market moving? Uh, we hear from RBA Assistant Governor Ellis. He's uh, appearing before the House of Representatives. And in New Zealand, we'll have uh, services, PMI and migration. 
China will report its uh, usual monthly bag of uh, data for important items such as retail sales and industrial production. Um, Industrial production, of course, expected to continue slowing as a consequence of supply issues and uh, regulatory changes. And elsewhere in the Northern Hemisphere, Europe, US, uh, very minor data, none of it market moving. Uh, The US has the New York Fed uh, survey of uh, manufacturing. I can't see that uh, causing too many ruffles. So uh, on the day, I'd imagine that uh, the sentiment which is taking hold in the equity markets will probably be the uh, driver for other asset classes too. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time tomorrow morning.